Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzefa, as always. And it's early morning for me. I'm going to be broadcasting today or recording today right on the morning of that this is going to be released. It's just turning 5 a.m. in Pacific Standard Time. It's been a crazy weekend. And actually, what I've been doing this weekend ties in directly with the topic of today's show. So today we are talking about something that's very near and dear to my heart about with respect to education. We are talking about the correlation between math and music. Moreover, we're going to talk about music as a tool to augment and improve math education. So why am I talking about this today? The reason why I'm talking about this today is just recently, um, about eight hours ago, I just released my sixth math music video, which I'm really, really proud of and I'm really happy about. So if you haven't been to my website, skillerlearning.com, or if you haven't been to my YouTube channel, you may not know that... I love music, and moreover, I've been using music as a tool for math education for about the last year. And it takes me quite a long time to write, record, then film a music video and do the whole thing for each song, but I love to do it. And in the last year, I've made six math music videos across a range of different math topics to help improve abilities to memorize certain formulas as well as just understand various concepts. And I wanted to take a moment today to explain from a studying standpoint, from the standpoint of, hey, why why am I doing this more than, of course, I love it and it's a ton of fun, but what's the purpose? Why is music actually a big help when it comes to mathematics? So I wanted to share an article that I came across uh, a little while ago from Brain Balance, which is a, it's a, it's kind of like a studying center, achievement center where they've written an article entitled The Correlation Between Math and Music Ability. And I thought it was a great article. So I'm going to read a little bit from it, and then I'm going to talk about my own thoughts as well and what I've seen during my time in education. So it says, Not all researchers agree that listening to music helps cognition and math skills, but enough studies show a correlation on how it might benefit students struggling to keep up with their peers. In fact, Einstein used to sit and play music when he was stuck on a mathematical problem. By concentrating on the problem at hand while playing the piano or violin, he was able to strengthen the communication between the two hemispheres of his brain and increase brain power. Exactly how much students benefit may depend on the type of music they listen to and whether they choose to learn how to play instruments. Where math and music meet in the brain. Some research finds that music activates the same areas of the brain that subjects use while solving spatial temporal reasoning problems. 
based on extensive research that knowledge and knowledge that certain types and frequencies of sound are processed by the two hemispheres of the brain differently, using specific music sound may help to stimulate one hemisphere more than the other and possibly create more balance in the brain. As such, listening to music could improve a student's cognition and ability to learn math skills. As recently as 2012, one study showed that listening to music during a math test could improve performance by 40%. And by the way, I'm just reading this right now. I mean, I wouldn't take that one study as saying, hey, you should always listen to music and it'll boost your score by 40%. Of course, this is one study with a set of given parameters. That just seems like a massive jump or a massive conclusion to draw because, of course, usually the largest factor by far in a math test or any other test would be preparation and just general understanding of the concepts. But interesting nonetheless. Listening to music may improve math skills and cognition. A considerable amount of research suggests that listening to music may improve cognitive skills. More recent studies show that the Mozart effect, as it is known, has very little to do with listening to Mozart and more to do with listening to music that activates a certain portion of the brain. Classical music in minor tones for the right side, upbeat and major tones for the left side. Over the years, Dr. Robert Melillo has worked with a composer to develop a line of music that specifically addresses strengthening each hemisphere. So that's interesting. See, I didn't know that. Where they they find correlations between one side of the brain and certain types of music. So for example, based on my music preference, so what do they say? They say that classical music and minor tones for the right side and upbeat and major tones for the left side. And I got to tell you, the type of music that both I listen to and the type of music that I like to write generally falls on the side of major upbeat and major tones. So that's interesting because the left side of the brain, if I remember correctly, <clears throat> corresponds with the more logical side, math-based side, etc. So didn't know that. Over the years, Dr. Oh, yeah, sorry, next. Performing music teaches valuable lessons to students. While listening to enjoyable music may improve cognition and math skills, performing music offers more advantages. Learning music improves math skills because at some level, all music is math. Totally true. It's about time signatures, beats per minute, and formulaic progressions. Performing music, therefore, reinforces parts of the brain used when doing math. Studies even show that children who play instruments are able to complete complex mathematical problems better than peers who do not play instruments. Studies who commit themselves to learning and students who commit themselves to learning an instrument may also learn other skills that help them perform better in school. It takes a considerable amount of patience to practice scales, and children who apply similar patience to doing schoolwork will have an advantage over those who don't. So there you have it. And by the way, this article will be posted in the show notes so you can check it out yourself. And it has a link to all sorts of different uh, articles on the website that are all about improving brain power, cognition, etc. So here are my thoughts in general. Um, to to go alongside with this article, of course, I think it's I think there's obviously a huge correlation and relationship between music and math. It only makes sense because again, ma- music really is an auditory extension of math. I mean, it's so mathematical. Uh, I mean, really everything is, but it's just so blatantly mathematical as far as everything, the way everything fits together along these certain lines and formulas. But to add on to this, we have companies now like, 
Um, I'm blanking on the name now. What's called? Oh, yeah, Flocabulary. We have companies like Flocabulary and all sorts of other music sort of music education hybrid companies that exist. And they exist because when we fuse, not only just learning, it's it's more than just, it goes beyond just learning music to strengthen our brains so that we can be better math students or whatever it may be. But when you fuse the two together, at the end of the day, we listen to music and make music because it's fun. And when you fuse that with trying to learn a particular subject that maybe not everybody finds fun, you can brighten up a bit. And not only that, then you have the added power that music provides with respect to mnemonic devices. If, you, if you're trying to remember a formula and you do it musically, God, it's so much more powerful. And so when you, when you add the fun, you add the music video, you add the ability to use a chorus as a, as, a me- as a memory device so that you can remember a particular formula like I just tried to do with my last, my most recent song, Special Right Triangles then I think you can create something not only really fun and really valuable, but also very powerful with respect to learning. So I just wanted to do a quick show today on music and math, and I hope that was helpful for you. Again, I'm going to post this article in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. And if you haven't done so yet, if you haven't checked out my latest math music video, do it today. It's out today. Uh, just surpassed 12,000 views on YouTube. And I think I think it's really fun. I did some fun different effects, so I think you'll appreciate it. Uh, if you want to get a preview of the course, it goes something like this. I'm going to try and sing it live. Let's see how it goes. <clears throat> 45, 45, 90, 1, 1, root of 2, 30, 60, 90, 1, root 3, and 2. So if you haven't learned special right triangles yet, the the chorus is literally the order of, it's it's the... It's the sides. It's the relationship of the sides to the angles. So for every 45, 45, 90, the two sides opposite for the 45 degrees, you could call them uh, have a length of one. I mean, it's all relative. It's relative to the hypotenuse. And then the hypotenuse has a length of root of two. Now, if the small sides, if their length moves up to two, then the hypotenuse has a length of two root two. But the chorus helps you remember those base relationships. And with a 30, 60, 90 right triangle, if the small side is one, the middle side is root three, and the largest side is two. So that's the relevance of the chorus to special right triangles. Definitely check it out in the whole song. You can learn a lot about the whole thing, you know, the whole process, what they are, who discovered them, so on and so forth, and also how to use them. So hopefully that should be fun. That's it for this week's episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please email me at huzefa at scalarlearning.com. And again, if you want to check out the show notes, go to scalarlearning.com. And by the way, I just had the website redone. It went live on Friday, so you should definitely check that out as well. It came out beautifully, was done by a company called Ultra Brand based in Toronto. They are phenomenal. I love what they did. I think, I think it looks absolutely great. So please check that out. Thank you guys so much for joining. And I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Scalar learning. Give me that scalar.